There's that beautiful sound again, Lukey. Yeah, I think it's the best way to start the potty. Certainly is. On the Great Northerns again. So, uh, please, if anyone at CUB is listening to our podcast. (laughs) Fucking hell. Send us a slap. All right, let's get into this shit. <laughs> anyway, so so we'll say while we're laughing because Tiff's like, we'll just stop trying to get a sponsorship from this fucking joint. Uh, yeah. But look, look, a, a, a slab would go a long way for you, mate. $80 it, it a week not, doesn't get you yeah, many beers. No, it doesn't. Yeah, my, my beer fridge is running low now as well. <laughs> I only uh, got a couple of leftovers from uh, my birthday party the other week. Yeah, so. well, no, you're on the Canadians at your birthday. Polished off a whole bottle, which yeah. was good. Yeah, it was, yeah. Well, just about a whole bottle anyway, so that was all right. Yeah, no, there was a couple yeah. of... Uh, that was a good night, that. That was a Frio game. Yeah, a Frio game. So we had that on uh, both TVs, the uh, the big projector that I've got and yep. the, uh, the other 82-inch TV. You're just pumping up your own tyres there, mate. Oh, someone has to. <laughs> yeah. Someone has to. <laughs> A uh, good-looking man with two big TVs. No, I don't know about the good-looking part, but definitely two big TVs. A solid, solid seven and a half, apparently. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, so we're going to talk today about the um, Fremantle game and the St Kilda game. Uh, obviously, the St Kilda game being Cochin's 300th. Absolutely amazing night. Um, pissed down rain, but that was all right. The boys got over the line, so that was good. Uh, but we'll start with the Fremantle game, though. So I was... A bit tanked. Yeah, just that. a little bit. Sorry to the kids that were here. We had it. So just to give you a rundown of Travi's birthday, we had just a few mates over for Trav's and then, um, yeah, a couple of the blokes bought their kids and let's just say that they learned a few few new words that night. Not, no, I don't think it was your fault. I think it was uh, the umpire's fault, which yeah. they rightly copped a hammering. Not that they could have heard you because they were in Perth. But yeah, I know. But anyway, I reckon I was your almost heard loud it. enough, though. Yeah, your neighbours heard it. That's for sure. Yeah. So the uh, yeah the Fremantle game, um, the boys got off to a flying start. Um, I think about midway through the second quarter, we were out to about a thirty point lead or something. But um, yeah. the the umpiring was absolutely fucking horrendous at three quarter time it was like 16 to 3 or something yeah we're, we're used to that because it happened the same last night yeah so, the, yeah. the St Kilda game the same thing happened but um, yeah but apart from that like Tim Taranto obviously had another another great game uh, he's been so consistent all year um, so his stats for the Frio game uh, yeah I'm just getting that up I have a couple of stats written down for this one oh yeah sounds good. Oh, yeah. sounds good okay so yeah for the Frio game uh, Taranto had 35 and 2, which was a really good performance. But I think he would have got outdone by Shea's uh, 33 and 1. Because yeah. he had, Shea had a really good last quarter. He did, I think yeah. he got like, like 13. 14 possessions in yeah, the last quarter. 14 disposals, yeah. um, 6 contested, and a goal or something. But yeah, yeah in, the, in the last quarter. And um, yeah, he really helped to get us over the line when Fremantle, with the help of the umpires, started coming back in that last quarter. Yeah, definitely. The, um, um, uh, one of the standouts, though, and he's been really good uh, pushing up the ground the last couple of weeks, has been Jaden Short. Kicked uh, three goals last week and got 20 touches. All from outside 50. So yeah, got, he was one that got us off to a flying start. Yeah, yeah. We all know that um, Shorty's got a long leg on him. He's probably one of the best kicks in the team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, uh, he had a ripper of a game. And to hit the scoreboard the way he did, like three goals is um, his best effort 
uh, yeah. score wise. But one thing I do want to know why we don't do it all that often is why don't we put blocks on for Jaden Short around the fifty? I feel like he's trying to run behind the back and someone mans him up. Why can't we put a little bump on to get a block? I know you can't bump these days or you can't tackle. You can't really do much in the AFL these days, but. Yeah, just a little bump to get his player off him. He could run behind. And he was kicking goals last night from like 65 out. Yeah, yeah. Like literally anywhere in the forward half, he could kick a snag. So Yeah, that's it. I mean, we've got a couple of players on the team who can do a similar thing as well from outside 50. He's probably one of our longest kicks on the team. Noah Bolter is another one that's got a long leg as well. Yeah. So um, like any of those boys sort of running around, if we put the blocks on, we can kick, we can get goals from outside 50. And um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, as, as you said, it's a bit unclear why we don't try and do it more often. But the, the last two games, you know, Fremantle and St Kilda, we've done it, you know, short kicked five goals in those two games yeah. um, combined, obviously. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're starting to do it a little bit more, but yeah, I feel like the yeah. more we do it, the better off we'll be. Even Dusty had, I think, two shots from outside 50 uh, against St Kilda as well. So Yeah, three. Oh, no, oh yeah, no, two. A, and two then, from yeah, outside 50 one. and one that he missed um, yeah. a bit closer to goal. But um, Yeah, overall, yeah. I think the free air game was pretty good though. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so too. I, I don't think we we're in any real danger of dropping that game. Once nah. we got out to the start, we did. Um, you know the rain came in as well so that obviously you know slowed the scoring up a bit so yeah yeah I think uh, we're starting to get a little bit better in the rain um, the first oh, probably the first six seven games of the year when it rained we sort of looked a little bit shaky and it was a strength of ours for the last say 10 years has been like our wet weather footy but yeah, yeah it sort of looked a little bit shaky early on the year and I think we're just starting to hit our stride now so it's been good yeah I feel like earlier in the year um we kind of tried to play a bit too clean when the rain came down. Um, I think that didn't really go to a wet weather game because they're two completely yeah. different games. Yeah, wet yeah, weather yeah, and dry yeah. weather. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think yeah, we tried to keep playing a, a drier style. I think Hardwick at the time was you know playing around with a few different things game plan wise that didn't really uh, lend itself to how we're playing now yeah. under, under McWalter. And um, yeah, so I mean. I mean that, that's the thing as well. I mean it was the game plan was probably our biggest crux at the start of the year. Like it was, um, it didn't really look like we knew what we were trying to achieve with it. Yeah, in saying that, I, like we've been saying all year on the potty that it's like we've been one of the better teams in the comp. Like in our opinion, anyway. Like we've been in every single game that like we've literally played. I think it was apart from one, the Sydney one. Yeah, the Sydney one. Yeah, the Sydney the one. End, and yeah, that was a disappointing result given how they're going. But um, yeah, we we just feel like all year we've been in with a chance to win every game. Like even the Collingwood one, we were outplayed a little bit, but we still only lost by 10 points. The Port game, we had a really good showing and they're the best team in the comp at the moment. Um, yeah, and the, yeah, Melbourne, we only lost by three goals. Yeah, um, I think we had three more scoring uh, scoring shots though. So that that was the difference there. It's the last quarter in that game, we kicked one five to five one or something, and that was the difference. Yeah, and how much so, did we beat Freo by? I wasn't uh, fifteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it was like it was a close game again. So we're starting yeah, yeah. to win some well, close ones. Beat yeah, GWS by six. Yeah. yeah, and the same as the Saints game. Like everyone yeah. will say, oh, you won by twenty, but it was a three. It was a three point game with like two minutes to go. Yeah. So we could have like could have stuffed it up. Yeah, yeah, and um, we um yeah we sort of stuck to our structures and, and got the job done. Yeah, um, so Taranto was clutch kicking that goal at the end, and then yeah. Bolton got one after him. So yeah. Yeah, no, the, um, yeah, I really liked how we played against St Kilda. So we'll move on to that now. Um, the uh, Funky Miller, good game. 
Yeah, yeah, he played well. He uh, kicked a goal at, uh, just before quarter time and then uh, one at half time as well. And then three quarter time, he almost got one just before the siren as well, but he got touched on the line. Yeah, that's one of your pet hates that oh, the yeah. other team always when, gets when a the goal. The other team kicks a goal, yeah. a goal before the siren. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, and so, it usually always goes against us. Yeah. But another VAR went against us. Oh, v- oh not um, VAR. Yeah, Fuck that soccer. soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, score review went against us again. Yeah, again. Yeah, yep. So um, add that to the free kick count and we're just getting reamed. But. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, the, again, the umpiring was fucking horrendous. I don't know. So 44 free kicks to 19 in the last two weeks. Last two weeks, that's yeah. So negative 25 atrocious. differential in two I weeks. I just don't understand. Like, it, there was one that short got... Um, he nudged someone out last night and it was the slightest nudge and I'm like hey, how, is, how the fuck is that a free kick doesn't yeah. make any sense to me I, don't, I just literally don't know the rules anymore I don't know what you're allowed to do they call sling tackles and then you and they're like they'll call sling tackles and you'll get reported for it but you won't even give away a free kick you'll get a hold in the ball decision but yeah. then you'll get suspended for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. how the fuck does that work? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And last night there was an instance as well, um, again with Short. He um, grabbed the ball and he put his head down and the umpire called play on because, you know, he ducked or whatever. Yeah. But then a St Kilda player did it later in the game and they paid the high tackle. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me how, yeah, and, the umpire is going. Oh, actually, no, yeah, the one, and the one that they paid as well, it wasn't even a tackle because I think it was uh, Prestia or someone went up and they knew that the guy had, like, ducked his head. So Prestia just put his arms up and, yeah. like, barely touched the bloke with his hip or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, he got done for a high high contact. Yeah. So there was a good uh, good Barney last night between um, Maxi King and fucking Noah Bolter. Yeah. Yeah, so, a um, little Alistair Lynch and Warren Treadray. Yeah, oh, Alistair Lynch and who was the other bloke? Um... Mm-hmm. In the granny that year. Yeah. I was still lynching someone might, else. Might have been... Oh, no, it was, one, no, it was Wakeland, I think. Oh, yeah, Dale yeah, Wakeland. Yeah, yeah, had yeah. a bit of that about yeah. it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Not as many fists getting thrown because, God, imagine if you yeah. threw all fists these days. Yeah, I know. A bit of life ban. Yeah, I know, 100%. But, um, yeah, um, that battle was interesting to watch. I mean, early on, uh, King hit the scoreboard. He got two goals, but then he was just shut out of the contest for the rest of the game. Bolter was all over him. Bitch the rest of the yeah, night. Yeah, Bolter was all over him for the rest of the game, which was you know great to see for like for Richmond, obviously from a yeah bounce back. Standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so it was good to see our defenders get on top. Um, Nick Vlosten was amazing again. Like he, yeah. he's always hit the scoreboard again. Yeah, yeah he's always yeah. great. He it's kicked good. his first goal since 2020. Yeah. So um, yeah, got inside 50. He actually uh, there was a kick coming out of our 50 from St Kilda, and he he managed to get there and he dove for it. He managed to. Knock I think it he forward. missed time that though because he'd yeah. usually mark that. I think he misjudged yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, he managed to. He sort of fell over or whatever. He slid. He knocked it forward and. Um, and he got back to his feet and got the ball back and, and snapped a goal. So, yeah, yeah, it's great to see Vlosten hit the scoreboard. Um, uh, Liam Baker as well, he, he cut off a St Kilda kick coming out of defence as well. They, they kicked it straight to the to Baker who was on the mark and then he just dribbled it through. Oh, yeah. That, well, that was payback from Ross's one because yeah. Ross did that in the first 10 minutes as well. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, we're not off to a good start here. I think um, Koch played well in his 300. Fly. Yeah, Given did, it was yeah. his game, he played amazing. Um, got 29. 29 and two goals. Yep. Um, Dusty 
played really well again. 35 disposals, three points, had the chance to kick a couple God, of goals. They were amazing kicks yeah. too. Just two steps, bang, from yeah. like 55 from 50, out. Yeah, 55, yeah. He's a phenomenal player. Toronto, good again, yeah. uh, 38 and 1, 10 and tackles. 10 tackles, yeah. 10 tackles, I think that's yeah. the thing that goes underrated in, in footy. Yeah. And that's something that Kane Corns should probably keep an eye on considering he was a tagger because he was shit at everything else. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, you know, people are people are hung up on, like, Taranto's kicking and that. But the last... I, I think it's been, what, the last six or seven games or something, he's, he's hit the scoreboard. And, um, yeah, like, he's, it's not just, you know, the fact that, you know, he's getting the ball, which obviously, like, he's, he's averaging 32 touches a game. But it's the fact that, like, he applies pressure when he doesn't have it as well. Um, so it's the tackling. He's averaging seven tackles a game. Um, you know, he's clearance work. He's averaging just under seven clearances a game as well. He's averaging just under 14 contested possessions a game. So, yeah, that's I mean, why we got him into the yeah, team exactly. as well. Exactly. It, it, it's all these him things. Him and Hopper. Yeah, it, it's all these things. And people are like, oh, you know, you can't kick. What? But last night, th- 38 disposals, he only had six turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. So even though disposal efficiency was 53%, he only had six actual turnovers but you'd rather the ball go 40 metres exactly, our way yeah, than yeah. him not get it at all but it's interesting um, I was reading during the week disposal efficiency may not be a great stat to look at anyway because of the way the AFL defines it and everything because apparently if you kick it 40 metres to a contest regardless of whether your player gets the ball or not it's counted as an effective disposal because you've gone 40 metres towards your end to a contest. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so, could, so that counts as an effective disposal regardless of whether your player wins the ball or not in that contest. Yeah, okay. And so then, and I think it's, you know, anything less than 40 metres to a contest, it's, it's counted as ineffective because it's not really... Oh, so it's a distance travelled as so well. So basically yeah. distance travelled as well. So that, yeah, And that's okay. what people don't understand about disposal yeah. efficiency. They just think it's, oh, you know, you hit or miss, but yeah. it's not like the way the AFL defines it is yeah. actually like it's kind of weird really yeah I think um, yeah overall last night's game St Kilda had chances to win it towards the end but I don't think I was ever like uh, I, I was never nervous about the game like after that first 10 minutes where we got a bit of a run on towards the end of the first quarter um, I don't think we were we were really in any trouble after that. Like maybe the, yeah. the when they started to come back a little bit in the third, late third, early fourth, I'm like, oh, they I got could back get to a bit shaky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then yeah, but, Bolter's bitch and um, little sellout Higgins both yeah. failed to hit the scoreboard on their kicks. So. But but I think the thing is, and like I think Crouch missed one as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the thing is, like you know, St Kilda kicks eleven goals for. Like not many teams kick that yeah, straight. They kick that straight against Richmond, but yeah. they won't. Kick I think that most straight. teams do that. Yeah, but um, but eleven four. Like Richmond had ten more scoring shots, so realistically we should have won by you know more than we did. Yeah, but, probably thirty um, points. So so like we deserve to win that game. So yeah. there was no doubt. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. We played really well. I think the like the GWS game, Frio, and St Kilda games. Like yep. they've all they've all been really really good performances. And again, like it was a close game and we got a close win. So I think yeah. the tide's starting to turn and, and it's just a confidence, I think. Like Cochin mentioned it in the press last night that just the confidence of the lads uh, is like they're full of confidence at the moment. Yeah. So And you can tell that by their link-up play and their, how they help off each other, especially in the back six. You can see that they're all starting to like gel again together. And we were saying that early on the year when Brawl was out. 
Like now the Broads back, Floston, Grimes and Bolter, like they're all like a key part of the back six. And I think yeah. that's where most of our play um, stems from. Yeah, it does. Yeah, coming out at defence. Yeah, get that intercept game going and then, yeah, yeah you, can, you can start up your attack from the defensive 50. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, um, yeah, it was um, a great game last night. Uh, Taranto got the uh, best on ground, the Ian Stewart medal. Um, oh, Timmy Taranto. Yeah, the, the boys were, were singing after he got that in the rooms. So they've been listening to the Grog Squad a little bit, I think. But yeah, now Grog Squad's been in uh, full voice the last couple of weeks, which has yep. been good. Well done to the lads. Everyone came up after uh, I went and started raining, though. Yeah. Got a bit busy up in the standing area. Yeah, it did, yeah, when the, uh, the rain set in. So Are we just yeah. going to do a quick um, Nuffy watch? For the end we'll, of the we'll podcast, as well. Watch. We'll just we'll, yeah. we'll finish. We'll got to talk a bit about um, you know the, the milestone uh, uh, man, Trent yeah. Cotchen. Yeah, milestone man, and then yeah. we'll touch on uh, our mate Jay. Yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Cotchen's three hundredth game. I mean, he's everyone knows the impact that he's had on Richmond, and um, you know the the captain that he's been, and um, you know he's relinquished that role now, but he, he still brings so much leadership and experience to to all the boys on the ground and. Um, he sets such a good example for the club in general as well. He's he's been pretty much you know the face or one of the faces of the club for a number of years now, and um, you know he's he's always uh, very down to earth, very grateful to the supporters. Um, he always makes sure that you know he takes the time with fans and all that sort of thing. And and we know obviously he's a great family man with his wife Brooke and the three kids. And yeah, um, but yeah, just his like the impact he's had on Richmond. Like we were a struggling club for so many years, and we it, were dog shit. And yeah, and yeah. he was, you know, he was one of the guys that just came in and absolutely turned things around. And uh, obviously, Dimmer was a big part. Yeah, of that there was as well. a few other Brendan people Gale, that were a Peggy part O'Neill, of it, but, but there's a few there. But um, you know, of all the players, you know, Cochin and probably Rewalt and Dusty are the other two. But yeah, um, but yeah, Cochin definitely. Um, he's he's always led from the front, even when. I think a couple of years into his captaincy, he's, it was being questioned a little bit. You know, like, yeah. you know, what does he oh, need to do? Does he need to be harder? Is yeah. he not, he's too soft, you know? And um, he turned around, he proved all the doubters wrong and yeah. and he just set such a great example. won a Brownlow medal in that time. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, 2012, yeah, after yeah, Joe Watson was stripped yeah. for the uh, the doping thing at Essendon. Was that whilst he was captain or would have been after? Uh, you know, that was while he was captain. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, did he Cochin become captain? Was, uh, it was pretty early in his career. He was only like about 20 or 21 or something, I think. When okay. he, yeah. Yeah. So he was captain for so about... So he took over after Chris. After Chris Newman, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, obviously, yeah, the Cochin is... Um, he'll go down as a Richmond legend and, and to hit 300 games, it's it's a remarkable effort. Only the fifth Tiger, I think, to reach yeah, the, the mark or sixth, um, maybe. Shane... Shane Edwards, Trent Cotchen, Jack Rewald, yeah, uh, KB. Yeah, so KB, Jack Dyer, and uh, Francis Burke. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so Cotchen, just the sixth Tiger to uh, to reach the milestone. Do you reckon we'll have a seventh next year? Oh, I think Dusty will... Dusty yeah, will get there? Yeah, I reckon he'll go around. He'll, he'll finish out his contract, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, like, yeah, last night, um, and, and even the way Cochin is about it as well, like, he was asked about it all through the week, and, that, like, yeah, Richmond were um, pushing out you know, so much um, publicity about it. Social media Social and media. stuff like that. It was that, yeah. all in full swing. Um, a, a big milestone. Um, they turned it into sort of like a big event for the club. But he and, never really made it about himself, and, and though. he never made it about himself. Yeah, and, and, and that's... And, uh, that's Cochin, the person that he is. Yeah, and Cochin even said that as well. He said, you know, to, to be a good leader, you can't make things about yourself. You know, when you start to... Um, 
include everyone else in your uh, achievements and everything and to you know sort of make things about the club and your teammates and your fans and the struggles and, as well because you've got to be yeah. open enough through your struggles and I think towards the end of 2016 when like the captaincy and demo was under under yeah. fire and all that they were very like open and, and honest with where they were and I think that's why we ended up succeeding and Cochin yeah. like succeeded in the end and like the whole club really but yeah yeah, I think it's just yeah. When when you are struggling, you just got to be open, and then yeah, yeah. yeah you just got to sort of put your hand there. up, take yeah. accountability, be like, look, you know, uh, I may be not doing this right or something. Like, let me know how I can be better. And Cochin's always been like that. He's always been one for, seeking for help. Yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah like seeking that. you know yeah um, help and uh, all that sort of thing. But you know, it, it was just great to see um, obviously the result that we got in the end. Like you know, to to win the game for him and. Um, you know the, the boys all got got around him, got to celebrate. Uh, Dusty and Jack chaired him off the off the ground. So I, I think it was great seeing the kids get chaired off as yeah, well. But yeah, that just shows yeah. who he yep. is as a person, and the, and, and the, club the club in is, general. Yeah, yeah. Yep. just the brotherhood and everyone's like just. I don't know. Everyone's so included in the club, and the the kids getting shared off by the players. So it obviously shows that the club is just one big family, which is why I think we've been very successful and we've like got sustained su- success. It's yeah. hard to say um, at the moment. Um, so yeah, I, I've always described Trent, and I just say to people like, if you were to put it in a sentence, like if you had a daughter or something, and then. She bought home a fella like Trent Koch and like you'd have to be proud of her. Like, yeah, just the man that he is. Um, yeah, it just goes to show that yeah, how good of a person he actually is. Yeah, that's it. And it was obviously great to see you know the kids getting involved and um, I think his parents were there as well. Obviously his his wife Brooke and everything as well. But um, it's just great to see yeah like as a club as well as you said like very family oriented they get everyone involved like all the loved ones of all the players and everything um so yeah it's just great to see and um young uh parker was having a a kick with Koch out on the ground after the game a little father son that was a bit of a crack up yeah future father son he's beautiful he's a a left footer young parker so yeah usually the better kicks yeah, yeah, left footers usually, but uh, I'd say right footers are probably better on their opposite foot than what left yeah, footers are yeah, generally very speaking. Yeah, yeah, yep. but um, yeah, no, it was just great to see, and um, yeah, it's a funny little bit in an interview with uh, Koch after the game where Parker kicked it to him. He's trying to get him to kick it on his opposite foot, but he's just <laughs> running around, and in the end, Koch was just like, "Oh yeah, he's off his head." So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So. No, but it, no, it was it's, good. Yeah, great, great to see. Um, yeah, all the family getting involved down there at Richmond and, and the club. Obviously, you know, taking the time to um, make it so inclusive for everyone. Yeah. And yeah, no, it was just great to club see. Club gave him a little send off from his house as well. Yeah, had the, yeah, had did, the streamers yeah. and the banner the and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was good to see. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well done to Koch. Congrats on three hundred games, and yeah, uh, yeah hopefully. Hopefully you can win a, a couple of finals at the end of the year. That'd be to, good. To Send him off, off in style. Yeah. yeah, it would be great to see. Because um, you'd yeah. think it'd be his last year, I yeah, think. You'd think so at this point, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, um, but God, he's putting in some good performances. Yeah, though. he is, yeah. yeah. Like, the last two weeks, I think he's averaging 29 a goal or something yeah. each game, like moving, like pushing forward. So yeah, uh, he actually kicked a goal from like 50 out last night. Yeah. yeah the old legs are yeah. getting... 
getting a bit stronger. Yeah, and he's um. Well, I think it's it's due to this um sort of change as well because he's sort of they, they played him more as more forward um, earlier in the year and and now with McWalter taking over as the interim coach, he's um sort of put him back into his traditional uh, center position, like you know as yeah. a traditional um rover or follower or whatever you want to call it now but um yeah I, th- I think that's helping as well like he's back in the midfield where he's played most of his career so um i think that sort of helped him yeah i think getting um jacob hopper back we might probably give him a rest in a couple of weeks and that just allows like allows us to rest a dion or a, a trent or something like that to get them right for finals like obviously we've yeah. got to make finals first but yeah. if we can get a couple more wins and then say against a lesser mob like a north or something if we could rest a few or the north are a bogey team for us so probably don't rest anyone but yeah um yeah, it just allows us to get the rotations like like it's good that we've got a late buy as well. So we've probably only got what about six games left after this after um, the buy six after or the seven. Buy, there's, uh, nine, I think. Oh, nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's still like we've played most of our games now. So yeah. Yeah. No, it'd be good. Um, That's it. So we'll move on to uh, Nuffy Watch now. Oh fucking hell! This this bloke. Now we all love Jay, but he comes up. We leave the MCG and then he comes up and he's like, Travi, Luke, Travi, Luke. I'm like, yeah, what's up, mate? This girl just came up and kissed me randomly. There's 60,000 people at the MCG and this guy who's not the worst looking fella in the world, but he's no Zac Efron either. Apparently he was the chosen one for this lady out of 60,000 people. Yep. I, I don't, don't think that was very true doesn't seem likely nah it doesn't seem likely at all but look look whatever fantasies he has and like good on him he's like i think she might have been drunk (laughs) no i think she was drunk too mate you're accurate yeah (laughs) so uh yeah shout out to jay fray i think well done on getting your first kiss i I feel like nuffy watch has just become jay watch now yeah (laughs) (laughs) he does it every week yeah yeah, but no, it was it was good at your um, it was oh, good at your birthday. We should just change Nuffy Watch to Jay Watch. Okay, and All then right, we we'll change fucking, it to yeah, Jay Watch. Just chuck him in a fucking red bikini, fucking photo, video him fucking running up a beach. Yeah. We'll just have like Jay Watch. We'll have like a theme for it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we'll that's not bad. YouTube, yeah. I don't so, know if you want to see Jay in a bikini though. I reckon it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know if the family'd like to see that, but. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna we, actually we're gonna stop this one and then we'll do another special recording. Yep. So we're gonna do our our next podcast will be um, during the bye week. It'll come out on the Monday following Richmond's bye. Yeah. So uh, yeah, in that one we're gonna talk about the upcoming games against Brisbane at the Gabba and then Sydney at the MCG. Both winnable, yep. I think. Yeah, for um, sure. So yeah, we'll discuss that in the next one. But for now, yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Take it easy. See ya.